and welcome to Farm Chatter. We're your hosts, Julia Miller and Donna Kuntz. This podcast follows the efforts of two women and their cats as we reinvent, rediscover, and create our modern homestead. We'll share our tips, tricks, successes, and fails. Keep coming back. It's going to get interesting. Hello, welcome back to Farm Chatter, the official podcast of Five Beeline Farm. We are here again in the studio on a Sunday afternoon. And it's kind of evening. You know? It is kind of evening, but we've been celebrating. Yes, and as we should. As we should. <laughs> and of course, you would say that because it's been your birthday celebration oh, yeah. all week. Yeah, it has. And I've had a really good week. We started the weekend before with a uh, night's dinner out, which is a rare occasion anymore for us. And um, on Wednesday, which was actually my birthday, we had, you made a uh, family recipe for um, my parents were able to be here and my uncle. And we said the non-working folks. But we work. But we work and they are all retired. But um, we had a really good day that day. And today we had most, not all, but a lot of the rest of the family and had a uh, traditional family dinner that I've had that goes back to all the way back to the beginning of me, as far as I can remember. We were asking your mom and uncle if they could ever remember a time that they did not have grandma spaghetti in their life and neither one of them can remember a time before she made this recipe no it's um it was kind of the go-to family event um or the family meal for birthdays and um it's always what i wanted and all my life up until i think she stopped doing that and I was probably in my late 20s maybe early 30s because she was getting older and um, then she came to our house and taught you how to do it and um, step by step because it's it's a unique it's totally different this is not ragu it is not ragu um, it is a long process and it's unique to her and it was unique to my family and it just is really special. And um, when she passed away, it was something that I didn't even really want to do anymore. And it took about five years or so. And, and you kept offering. You said, would you like for me to to make this meal? And um, so a few years ago, I said, yeah, I think we could do that. And I asked my family and they were ready to do that. And it has been wonderful. It really has been a joy for me to learn to make that at her elbow. She was an extremely special um, lady and a rock in your family. Yeah. And um, everyone who met her loved her. And for me to be able to learn at her elbow to make that special family dish was just a real treat. And... I make it now. Um, I've even written about it. I could post a link to that about how just family meals really um, tie us together. Mm -hmm. And families have those special foods 
that, um, you know, they're kind of known for or um, really means celebration. And for your family, grandma's spaghetti, that's the thing. Yeah, it really is. And it just, you do it exactly the way she did it. And um, all the way down to the salad. And my mom made the salad this time. Yes. So uh, that was really special that, that she did that. And um, it's just a, it's kind of a family event. My brother was doing dishes and it was just really nice. And I really appreciate the effort because... Like I said, this isn't just a quick throw together meal and you're done. It's, uh, I don't know how many onions you chopped and there's a ridiculous amount of onions. And, you know, even if you're not an onion eater, you would never know that that many onions were in this spaghetti sauce. It really is a crazy amount of onion in this um, spaghetti sauce. So it's delicious and I'm looking forward here in just a few minutes to having some leftovers. Um, that'll work for me. <laughs> <laughs> so in the middle of all that celebration, we have continued to work on the farm and harvest. Oh my goodness. It's, you know, we are peak. We harvest. are at the absolute peak yeah. of harvest. The tomatoes are gorgeous and beautiful and yeah. huge. We're getting tons of tomatoes every day. Now, tons, we do, we are getting a lot. And they're getting, yeah, we're getting the, like, one-pounders and beyond that even. And it's just wonderful. And we have tomatoes with just about every meal. We do, which, for me, that's just, I mean, I love it. I do, too. And, you know, we know that won't last real long. So we take advantage. We do. And we also have sweet corn that, um, I mean, everything, green beans, potatoes, all those wonderful things. We've harvested peaches and blackberries. So now we are starting to think about preserving those things for winter use. Um, We're doing corn. I think I have a about all of the corn we need in the freezer for the upcoming winter. Um, we'll continue to eat fresh as long as we can go pick the fresh sweet corn. And this week, I am planning to start processing more tomatoes. Yes. Um, you have a healthy harvest of those, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we need tomato sauce. Um, yeah. We used up our entire store last year. So I'm going to both freeze and can some of that this year um, to have ready for winter. We'll have salsa, Bloody Mary mix. There's all kinds of things that we do with tomatoes, and it's a good thing. Um, We sold a lot of tomatoes over the weekend. People were so excited to see the beautiful heirlooms and all the different colors, and even though, you know, they're raggedy, but they're quite delicious. And um, so, yeah, I appreciate having those. We also, I think you've harvested some honey. I did. Um, This past week, was able to get the uh, super full of honey that's been sitting in the basement for a little bit. Was able to get all of that spun out and filtered. And I thought, while I had the mess, because spinning honey kind of makes a little bit of a mess. Yeah, it does. A sticky mess. A very sticky mess. So I thought, well... 
I'm going to run out and see if the bees have stored up any more. And I did that, I think, Thursday. Mm -hmm. And went out, and sure enough, there were a few more frames I could pull. And so I did, you know, what they needed to do with rearranging some frames and boxes and things. But then I brought some additional honey to the house and spun that. So... So we have honey. The um, next step, though. We just need time to bottle it. Right. And, um, you know, get it labeled and all that. So, yes, we will have honey for those who have just been chomping at the bit. And we appreciate that. But, um, you know, we'll get to it as quickly as we can. We have had some great weekends with sales. And um, so we have some product, other products that we need to make. Some shampoo and some different things and I'm grateful for all of those who continue to support us and I am just amazed every weekend. I am too and and this weekend in particular we've really stepped back and been talking about and thinking about how our business has changed from when we were going to farmers market every weekend to what we're doing now and uh, for those of you who may not realize our current schedule is we're open here at the farm on Friday afternoon from 12 to 4 Saturday mornings we have a delivery route we have garden bag shares and um, any other orders that are within a 15 mile radius of the farm we go out and deliver those we come back home you harvest some additional produce Mm -hmm. repackage things that need to be um, freshened up or you know done something done with them and we open again from 12 to 4 and we are really enjoying that schedule it's a lot in two days it is a lot but it takes the whole week to prepare for that it really does but one of the things that we weren't sure at first is would people come to the farm instead of just seeing us in town and yes the answer is yes People will come. The other difference with that, too, is we have a whole new audience than what we had at the at the farmer's market. I appreciate that time. And a lot of people got to know got to know us there. But um, we have expanded way beyond what we were able to do at the farmer's market. And we have a lot larger customer base now, which is really cool. It is very cool. And the other thing that is really an added benefit that we can do here that we were unable to do there is we're able to fulfill some special requests. I was talking to a lady um, Friday afternoon about tomatoes and how she likes to eat the fresh tomatoes and we were talking about fresh mozzarella and basil and she was like oh yeah I need to get some basil and you it came in the murk right about that time and Mm -hmm. said Um, Would you like some fresh basil? (laughs) And her eyes lit up. Yes. And And she had a friend with her. Yes. And her eyes lit up. And she said, could I have some too? And you went straight out to one of your many fresh basil plants and snipped them off some beautiful sprigs of fresh basil. And... It doesn't get any fresher than that, no. first of all. No, it does Straight to the garden. And the ability to meet that need and that desire of one of our customers just 
I mean, there's just nothing better. Yeah. Um, and then the same thing happened again on Saturday. Yes, the same thing happened on Saturday. Um, we had couple couple incidents. Um, one person couldn't get out on Friday and saw that we had uh, some salad blend, which is unusual this time of the year because it's a cool weather crop. But I keep it undercover. And um, she wanted some. And, you know, I said, I'm sorry we sold out. And then I thought, you know, I said, if you have a few minutes, let me go look. And um, so sure enough, I was able to harvest her a couple beautiful salads and she also, I also offered her some basil while I was cutting, and she took that and was so happy with it. And then another uh, gentleman had bought eggplant, loved it, bought all that we had left. And I knew that he loved eggplant, and I was coming back from the potting shed, and he yelled at me and, you know, said hi. And I said, did you get any eggplant? And he said, I got the last ones. And I said, would you like some more? And his eyes lit up. And I said, I think I have a few more here I can cut for you. So he waited and I cut him some fresh eggplant. So it was so very cool. So I could tell him while I was cutting the eggplant what variety those were. And he made the comment about talking that I was talking to my plants, which, yes, I do. And I think he was really tickled by that. He thought that was really cool. So I love that part. Well, and, and from a customer perspective, I mean you can see exactly where it came from exactly the moment it was picked yes and harvested and you know how fresh that is and then to be able to take that home and fix it immediately for a meal oh wow yeah that's 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 good eats good eating and fresh eating and um you know I just want those people to come back. And I think that's why they keep coming back. I think so too. And because, you know, it's, it's fun to be able to share that because that's how I get to cook all the time. I get to uh, request special harvest and, you know, go out and pick a sprig of um, basil or marjoram or, you know, whatever happens to be ready and available and to cook fresh like that. And then to share that with the customers really pretty special. Well, you also make good use of the leftovers. The I things, do that too. The, the cat-faced tomatoes or um, the things that really aren't market worthy. And uh, you, you make gourmet meals out of those. So you make some of my stuff that's kind of ugly look really good. Well, you know, you mentioned the cat-facing tomatoes. And just this week, there were a couple, and yes, I do not only get the you know peak harvest and the fun stuff like that, but I also try to work on not wasting anything. So when stuff's kind of on the edge or it hasn't sold, I'll use those. And you had a couple of cat-facing tomatoes in what I call my bowl, which is where the things go that are needing yeah. to be used up. All the rejects go in that. Right, and that's what we eat. But I just cut them in wedges. I cut around the cat facing and um, cut it, it in wedges, delicious. put it with a scoop of cottage cheese. Awesome. Yeah, the flavor was just peak and it was delicious. And, you know, you couldn't even tell it was a cat facing. So if you don't know what cat facing is, send us a message and we'd be glad I to tell you more about that. I think I have an article about, about, about that. that too. Yeah, we can tell you more about that. But, you know, this is Five Feline Farm, so we do have some cat facing. I think we're kind of proud of our cat facing yes, tomato. Yes. 
So it has just been um, a good week, a productive week. We've had a great time with family and friends and customers, and we have some exciting things coming up we'll tell you about real quick. Um, September 11th, we have karaoke in the Corn Crib, and that'll be a fun day. It'll be our regular hours, 12 to 4. It's a Saturday. And then on October 9th, we have our Fall Festival, and we have um, we have several different vendors now that um, we'll keep updating that. But um, that's going to be a really good day, a good variety of artists and um, just a lot of different people. So it'll be a fun day. We have Luna Halos in the Corn Crib playing music, and a good time will be had by all. For sure. So there you have it. Busy week, but also a little bit of time off, which is really good, too. It is. So until next time. See ya. See ya. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Farm Chatter, the official podcast of Five Feline Farm. We hope you enjoyed our show. To find out more about our farm products, check out our online store at fivefelinefarm.com slash mercantile. For even more Five Feline Farm goodness, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our blog at fivefelinefarm.com. Until next time.